Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Tonight's episode, oh man, I've been looking forward to this one. This was Expose. This is a fun episode. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's such a crazy episode. Now, I was a fan of Nikki and Paolo when the season was coming out. I, but of them or their, the idea of them? The idea of them, I okay. should say. Because like, well, I came into Lost very much in season three. And I I remember watching season two. It's like, and thinking, well, what are all the, who are all these background people? It's a great idea. It just was hard to integrate them well for some for whatever reason. Yeah, well, Lost is, is such a progressive, linear show in some ways, and they have certain things they have to do, and season three is trying to do a lot of stuff, and in some ways, this is really the last time they get a chance to do this sort of one-off episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything just keeps moving at faster, faster pace after this. Mm-hmm. But this, this was... A crazy look at things that were going on while everything else has been going on. So here's why I think this this episode is genius. Couple just summary when we talk about them. One, it's set up like a murder mystery, which yeah. is kind of fun. Uh-huh. Two, it's like let's answer all the kinds of random questions that have been sitting around. Like <laughs> three, let's just have all kinds of random characters who's died off come back. And four, like Twilight Zone ending. I mean, like it's like four different types of episodes all kind of smashed together, and it works it, yeah it does i mean they made good use of their returning guest stars mm-hmm. between boone and Sh- first you know could have just had the boone and shannon scene at the airport and that would have been enough because let's make sure we never wind up like that <laughs> it's all meta too is like you know you know that guest characters always stay dead or something like that at the beginning it works on so many layers almost like a russian doll yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure that was intentional. I'm sure that was intentional. Yeah, <laughs> for Lost. But and Nikki and Paul did end up end up like uh, Shannon and, and Boone, Boone yeah. in multiple ways. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Where where do we even start with this? I mean, you've get, had a good good summary there. Let, let's do let's do the backstory. Okay. So yeah, there. I noticed first off there wasn't a previously on because they kind of included the previously on within yeah. the episode, which is genius. The the first one they're doing the episode expose. I know first time watching like what is going on like the mo- like this kind of cheesy music on and you're like this is weird <laughs> razzle dazzle razzle dazzle <laughs> <laughs> and it just gets scr- and then you're like okay this makes way more sense now it's a goofy TV show with within the regular TV show yeah featuring Billy D Williams playing himself playing a, a crazy character which I think we mentioned last episode that uh, Locke was watching expose in oh. one of the flight backs mm-hmm. they play with those things that they know are coming yeah so that's fun and then yeah you had your line about uh guest stars that really last uh, and then you have basically a sawyer-esque con going down mm-hmm. and Which i remember being surprised at that the first time i watched it like i wasn't expecting it to be a con on the guy i thought all that was real mm-hmm. and then so they just keep tricking you throughout the whole thing i mean yeah. Start with the trick of like it's, it's just a show that they're doing. She's just an actress, and then uh, she's not really in love with him. It's just a con. And yeah, that they keep they keep pulling the wool over your eyes. It, it's a different sort of devious from Man from Tallahassee. That's very like mm. deep mythology, you know, character. This is like their fun version, and it it works too. Do you know who wrote this one? Uh, it was Eddie Kitchis and Adam Horowitz. Oh, okay. Actually. Which is a really strong episode for them. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. We we give them a lot of flack because of Once Upon a Time. But, but they did the they did the Hurley. Um, they do Hurley van, the Van episode. I think mm. they're they're good at the sort of you know lighter episodes. I think. Mm. Yeah, I guess that probably in some ways that is more of their strong suit. 
I mean, because obviously they, they, they did a really good job at asking all these questions about like, you're next. I don't know. I think it means everyone's next. You know, you might just be diffusing some speculations from the audience at that point. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely giving voice to audience things. They're like, I think it's a dinosaur. Like, yeah. what? This is a Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, like they, they filmed spots, spots like, you know, how did Ben and Juliet plan this whole thing with Jack? You know, mm-hmm. we see that little thing. And although I, I still contend that Ben did not intend to get captured by them. I, I feel yeah. like that was a Russo thing that they just kind of worked into their yeah. pre preset plans. And well, Ben is very good at changing on the fly. Right, right. A good con has to be able to do that. Um, and everyone's about a good con in the show. Yes. <laughs> so they were the first to find the plane and one of the hatches, but like they didn't tell anyone about it. Yeah. But they weren't the first to find everything. Like they they had to to have Kate tell them where they had found the key to yeah. the thing or to find the actual sack with the diamonds trying to think of other important flashback moments. Oh, and, the, and like the moment when they, they give new context to the moment when, when they were in the hatch and looked like Paula was just using the bathroom. bathroom yeah. <laughs> there was more to it. So that was all fun. Oh, oh, and again, really great use of, of arts. Arts was great. Yeah. <laughs> but the pigs are walking. <laughs> that guy. I have to say, I but, like when Locke shows up and he's like, Hey, things will stay buried at this Island. Also, if you're going to keep a secret, you probably shouldn't bury it like within eyesight with a torch yeah, of where everyone right. else is. Like that was not inconspicuous at all. I don't get the sense that Paulo was a mastermind of any of this stuff. <laughs> no, that's probably that's probably true. Nikki was probably the the brains behind it in some ways, or but instigator. I thought it was an interesting kind of a parallel that you know secrets don't say bury that they use this episode then do as an interesting way to get. Charlie confessed for kidnapping, or not kidnapping, well, I guess kind of. A fake kidnapping. Of son back in season two. Mm-hmm. Which was one of those things that, like, I'm glad you addressed me. That was a big deal back, you yeah. know, like. And they needed to take care of it this season because Charlie is not going to be around super long. Yeah. Which I'm sure they knew. So, yeah, no, it was a good opportunity to do that. Although, the whole idea of secrets not being buried is very interesting considering the end of the episode. <laughs> it occurred to me. It is. I don't remember if Nikki or Paolo appear at all in season six. I don't, don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, though I we do have to point out what the there is another bit of story to these diamonds, though. Do they come back somewhere? Miles talks to dead people and finds the diamonds, and he takes them home. Oh. He makes like a mil- He makes eight million dollars. He bar- unburies, gets the diamonds, and takes it back to. Real life. Okay. Yeah, I, I did kind of forget Which I thought that. it was it's one of the last scenes, I think, somewhere in season six. And he's just so, he's just very smug like Miles is. <laughs> um, because he talks to dead people. Yeah, so he must have talked to D- Nikki and Paolo. I yeah. think he probably name dropped them. Because things don't stay buried in, in more ways than one. I mean, dead people hang around on this island. Right. Okay. But yeah, let, we got to talk about that that whole death scene situation. Oh. I mean, it's all that's. I mean that that scene has stuck with me ever since then, and uh, I could tell I could tell Deb was having like <laughs> was feeling it. Had, yeah. had you remembered any of this? No. <laughs> no. Even Brianna were like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh no!" <laughs> right before the no, end. I didn't remember. Yeah. I remembered pretty early. I was like, "Oh no, this is where it's going." <laughs> uh, I just remember watching like, "Oh my, wait, no, wait, oh no." <laughs> Because it's a great twist. I mean, this this episode is full of twists. I mean, it's wound mm-hmm. very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, be, it could have just been like a fun, like, oh, let's do lots of flashback sort of stuff. And they did that. But it, there was, it was wrapped in 
rather than this very dark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, the Twilight Zone morality play and sort of thing. Like, look, you get you get what you deserve, sort of, for being. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean, it's kind of tragic, and it, like in some ways, Paulo saw the the what they were becoming, and, mm-hmm. and he was trying to fix it in some ways, but fixing it through deception is and trying to keep secrets may not be the best. So way to here's do it. a question. So. We hear the smoke monster at the end, right? Isn't that what it sounded like before the uh-huh. spires all come? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what right. And, and they reacted to something there. I mean, we get the idea that the smoke monster is sort of a judge. Mm-hmm. So is this sort of like him saying, okay, let's deal with let's, this? Yeah, that's, that's, it's possible. I don't know. I, you could read that into it, I think. I don't know if it's canon, per se, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting after uh, Hurley talks about the monster so much that we actually hear it, and you're just like... For a second, you're like, oh, no, it's coming. Uh, and then there's spiders. Yeah. I mean, it probably does help that, like, they had the setup we talked about. Zach, for a minute, was like, wait a minute. They haven't encountered spiders, but they, they did do the setup of the, the female attracting yeah. the males. Mm-hmm. But still, the spiders did show up awfully fast. Yeah. So, so maybe there's some so, island magic going on. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. I'm really curious now to think about it. I wonder if Mickey and Paula were on Jacob's list at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he brought he brought people to the island. I think that weren't necessarily. I think they, I mean just took the plane. I mean, there was just people on the plane. Well, yeah, that probably that yeah. weren't even. Yeah. Oh, Ethan showed up. We forgot to mention Ethan showed up too. Yeah, that is why did uh, that's a strange choice. Now I think about it, he's he didn't. They did things with Boone and Shannon and Arst. And Ethan's what, presence there seemed unnecessary. He's well, dead. He's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to bring just. I, I guess so. It is interesting, yeah. though. They add basically, yeah, all these dead people, and that's where they end up. I mean, maybe it's just like a reunion of <laughs> of the dead. And, and maybe, I don't remember, maybe it helped no, no um, slurs. Like, they're working with the others. Maybe they thought they got mm-hmm. connected into that. I don't know. I remember hearing that it was a bit of a challenge to recreate some of the... Uh... The plane wreckage stuff, because, you know, that was pretty convincing, actually. Yeah. I mean, they, they intercut it with the old stuff, but then I'm, I'm sure they had to, like, drag a lot of the airplane parts out of, like, storage yeah. or if I'm not even sure if they still had it all. Yeah. Um, but but no, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, rest in peace, Nikki and Paolo. Wait, uh, what who's, a, who's Nikki and Paolo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who is this Hans? Sorry, that's a frozen reference. <laughs> Such a meta ed- episode. It's it's fun stuff. Except for Nikki and Paolo. Anyway. Except for them. They're not enjoying it, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man, what a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Try not to think about it too much. <laughs> you know, actually, in history, I think it's happened a numerous times. They use... But I've heard that, like, in historical... They use both bells and coffins because mm. people just... Medical professional is not as good, and they would you could get buried alive. I've always wondered if that's an actual thing the the like being so paralyzed that a doctor couldn't tell that you were actually yeah, alive. No, I've always questioned that because it seemed like there'd be an oxygen problem for if you're actually that paralyzed for that long. Yeah, I don't know. We should do some research, we won't, but <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the weekly hijack. Uh, we will uh, continue on to season three and see what else will become uncovered. How'd you like that? It was I like that. It was nice. Bit of an expose. Yeah. <laughs> which also has its own double meaning title there. But that's layers within layers. Uh, again, all our episodes are available at the Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.